This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm super excited to bring you today's episode. This topic has been requested, honestly, like 20 times. You guys really want to know all about supplements. So what you should be taking, what you should be spending your money on, and then what you should be avoiding and what is just a waste of your hard-earned money. So let's get stuck into it. So I want to start with a few ones to avoid. So supplements that are really going to just be a waste of money for you. And then we'll move into the supplements that I recommend and that are really going to make a difference um, in your performance in the gym, your overall health, in particular the supplements I'm speaking about today because there are so many different types of supplements because we can go down the line of, uh, you know, your micronutrients. So we're talking about things like vitamins and minerals. However, that's going to be a whole different topic to cover. So today I really just want to focus on sports specific or performance specific supplements. Um, and that also includes supplements that assist with muscle growth and also fat loss. Okay. So we're going to start with supplements that are a complete waste of your money. Coming in at number one, drum roll please, BCAAs. So why are branched chain amino acids completely pointless? Well, if you eat a diet that contains protein, then the amino acids that are found in BCAAs are already being consumed, right? So it's almost like you are pointlessly consuming these three amino acids when you are already getting them through other food sources. Now, the only time I would see BCAAs being helpful to an individual would be if they are vegan, possibly vegetarian, and they don't eat a lot of protein, in particular um, protein from animal sources. Um, However, even still, um, if someone is following a plant-based diet, a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet, and they are doing it properly and they are getting a good amount of protein in, then still they don't need to be consuming BCAAs. So really in summary, it's actually doing completely nothing for you. But if you like the taste of it, I mean, some of them are like just these nice drinks that you can powder, you can add to water and you can sip on it. Like if that's what floats your boat, go for it, but don't feel like it's going to improve any form of your performance if you are adequately consuming enough protein in your day anyway. Okay, so number two is quite popular amongst us ladies, and that is collagen. Now, collagen has its place, and research does show us that it can be quite helpful um, in assisting with joint pain, with helping hair growth, and giving us strong nails. However, if you are relying on collagen protein powder as your source of protein, then it's absolutely terrible quality. So what I mean by that is when you're choosing a protein powder, in order to pick a protein powder that's really high quality, you wanna look for two things. So how well it digests, and secondly, it's amino acid profile, right? So 
The first thing when you're looking at the amino acid profile is if it is high in essential amino acids, then it's probably going to be a really good choice for assisting you with muscle growth, right? And recovery. Now, the issue with collagen is that it has a terrible amino acid profile, meaning it doesn't provide you with all of those essential amino acids, which are going to really help you to build muscle and to recover. Um, It does digest quite well. um, So that's a real positive. However, if you are relying on collagen protein to assist you with your muscle growth and you're relying on that primarily, um, then it's a really bad choice. However, if you like to take collagen powder for other reasons, such as what I spoke about earlier, like your joints and also like hair, nails, skin, all of that, then go for it. But I wouldn't be solely relying on that as your protein source. Now, the last supplement I want to cover in the supplements that you should be avoiding and not wasting your money on is fat burners. So fat burners are super popular. They promise to speed up your metabolism, increase your body's thermogenesis, get you dropping fat. Now, there's really little research or evidence that this, um, that fat burners actually can help you burn fat, right? But why do they sell so well? The thing is, people love them. And when it comes to sales and marketing, if you're targeting people saying that there is, you know, a quick fix, you can just take this powder or this drink and you're able to drop fat without doing any kind of exercise or any kind of calorie restriction, then it seems really tempting. However, what are fat burners made of? They are really just chock full of stimulants, um, a lot of caffeine and what happens is when your body consumes stimulants, right, that really then affects your central nervous system. So they signal your body to get into sympathetic state, which is known as that fight or flight state that your body can get into. So then what happens is that releases cortisol, so your stress hormone, um, which will give you immediate energy. So you'll feel pretty buzzed, right? Now, this state that you're in when your cortisol levels are higher in that fight or flight situation is when you your appetite gets quite suppressed. You don't feel particularly hungry, which is you know obviously quite helpful at first, right? So that sensation of having all of this energy and less appetite, people are thinking, oh yeah, gosh, this fat burner is working really, really well. Your body is super smart and it will try to adapt to anything that you throw at it. So what will happen is in the first week or two, the fat burner supplement may work right so it might give you a fat burning effect however your body will always want to adapt so let's compare it to coffee right so if you drink coffee every day you might notice that in order to feel normal you need to drink a cup of coffee right where prior to even drinking coffee you didn't need it and probably the first time you drank coffee you got a bit of a buzz however now you don't and if you stop drinking coffee what happens you crash, right? You don't feel so great. So that's your body's new lower version of, you know, what it needs. So it needs a coffee every day in order just to feel normal. Now, what happens with fat burners, if you are consistently taking fat burners, then this ultimately may actually slow your metabolism, your energy levels, and you may even have a higher appetite when you stop taking them because your body's 
baseline, that balance has been changed because it is so used to running on so much caffeine and so much stimulants. So now you've got yourself in a position where you kind of feel like you need the fat burner and it's also not doing the job that it initially was when you first started taking it. And this is why people feel terrible when they stop taking fat burning supplements, especially if they've been on them for quite some time. So big reason why I don't recommend fat burners at all. It is just so much better to focus on, you know, making sure you're following a good structured training program and your nutrition is in check with those two things. You are so much more likely to get better results um, and long lasting results. Okay, so let's get into the supplements that you should be investing your money into. Now, the very first one, I'm going to talk about protein powder, obviously, because that is the most common that people use and consume and ask me about, actually. Now, you don't need a protein powder. However, it's just so handy. Like, unless you are really planning your meals ahead of time and your protein, um, which is totally possible, you can get all of your protein requirement from Whole Foods, absolutely. But if you're in a position where you feel short, just having a scoop of protein there is so convenient. Now, there are different types of protein powders um, and there are definitely ones that are more superior. So first of all, I guess the highest quality protein powder you can purchase is a whey protein isolate and in some cases a whey protein concentrate too. Um, Now, I like to focus or advise my girls to take a whey protein isolate purely because the good thing about WPI, which is what you might see on the marketing or the packaging, and that just stands for whey protein isolate. WPI actually doesn't contain any lactose. So a lot of people find it quite hard to digest lactose, right? The beauty of a whey protein isolate is that it is a dairy product. However, it doesn't actually contain any of the lactose. So it's a lot easier to digest. It's a lot um, more gentle on that digestive system. So if you don't like to consume dairy products, if you're vegan, plant-based, or you just don't want to have any kind of dairy or consume any dairy, then you want to go for a vegan protein powder. Now, it's really important when you are choosing a vegan protein powder that you are getting a mix of a few different kinds of vegan protein powders. The reason for that is quite similar to what we touched on with the collagen protein is that there isn't really any um, vegan protein on its own that contains all of those essential amino acids, right? So if you're just going to be buying just pea protein or just rice protein, then that's not going to be really great quality because you're not going to be getting all of the essential amino acids that is contained within protein. So you want to get a blend. So very common blends are rice and pea that come together. And now there's a lot of different blends that, you know, have like watermelon seeds and pumpkin seeds that I've seen. Um, And you can go for gold, do whatever you want, but just be wary that you want to make sure that those blends are used because they together create a complete protein source. So, and that complete protein source is all of the essential amino acids. Now, my second supplement that I want to recommend to all of you guys is creatine. So some girls have been really scared to take creatine because they hear that you can put weight on, you can retain fluid. However, that was mainly because what we used to think the best way to take creatine was is something called creatine loading, where you would go absolutely ham taking heaps of creatine for two weeks, and that would almost like load up your system with creatine, and then you would get the benefits from it. However, science and research has now shown us that we just need a small amount of creatine each day around about like three to five grams per day. And you can just maintain that 
forever, right? So I take creatine maybe five days out of the week. Um, and it doesn't quite matter when you take it. It doesn't matter if you take it around a workout. If you just be consistent with it, that's the most important thing. So why should you be taking creatine? So creatine is actually one of the most well-researched supplements and it's super helpful to build strength uh, for your power output during your workout. So the amount of intensity that you can give in your workout uh, really helps with resistance training just in general, to be honest, um, can also support building muscle too. And now new research is coming out to show that it also has really positive benefits when it comes to your cognitive performance. So things like memory, how well you can think, mental fatigue, um, concentration, help with sleep deprivation, a whole range of different things. I actually think creatine is going to be the next like big supplement that scientists like realize has so many benefits um, in different aspects of our life. So definitely pretty much everyone can benefit from taking creatine each day. Uh, And, you know, now, even if you don't lift weights, it looks like there's going to be other benefits to um, taking creatine. Now, if you are once again, vegan or plant-based, and I would highly recommend taking it because you're probably not going to be getting enough of it. You do consume a lot of meat, lots of red meat in particular, you know, you may not need to take creatine each day. However, you know, there's like no harm in doing it anyway. And then I wanted to touch on pre-workout. So I'm actually a little anti pre-workout. The reason is because I personally don't want to become reliant on anything. You know how things get to your head where you're like, you end up in a position where you've been taking pre-workout for so long that if you go to the gym and you forget to take your pre-workout, then you think you're going to have a terrible session because you haven't had your pre-workout, right? I don't think that's very good. And that's what I want to avoid for me personally. However, if you enjoy taking a pre-workout and you feel like you really need it, then the best kind of pre-workout you can take is a black coffee. I wanted to chat about caffeine. Caffeine is actually a really, really, really powerful stimulant. Um, And it's actually classified as a nootropic. So if you're wanting a bit of a kick before a workout, then a black coffee is a great way to go. You obviously have to be careful about when you are having it, Um, like too late in the evening, if it impacts on your sleep. And also just to keep in mind that like your body builds up tolerance, remember? So if you're downing like coffees every day um, and lots of them, then you're not going to get too much of an effect from that black coffee. What I think you can do is cycle your caffeine intake. So take off like a couple of weeks. Don't have any coffee whatsoever. And I know for some people that's going to sound really painful. And this is coming from a um, <clears throat> a tea drinker. I don't drink coffee, (laughs) but if you do drink coffee, then maybe, yeah, having a bit of a break from it and then going back to it, you will definitely feel more of a kick because your body's tolerance to it towards the, you know, the time that you were taking it a lot is quite high. Right. And then when you've had a break, it's kind of like you're resetting things. Um, So that would be my piece of advice. But yeah, coffee, go for it. All right, guys, that is all of the supplements today I wanted to focus on. So these are all very much around performance, muscle growth, fat loss. And I hope that was helpful. If you've got any more questions or you want me to touch on any other particular supplements, just slide into my DMs, guys. You know, I love it. I'm here to please you all, to provide you with value and education. So I'd love to know what you want to hear more about. um, And I can record some more podcasts on those topics. All right, guys, have an incredible rest of the day. Big love, Coach Tash.